Hey guys, welcome to Misty Moment. It's Wednesday. I hope you guys are having a great middle of the week and it's been awesome so far for you. And I hope that the rest of the week is equally as awesome. Um, I Today I'm, I'm kind of excited to share what's on my heart today. Wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to share with you, um, but true form to Misty Moment, um, something something kind of stirred me last night and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I wanted to take some time to share with you. So thank you again so much for joining. And first, um, I hope you guys are liking the MS Gym Buddy program. I That has been something where I've been trying to figure out a way, you know, Facebook, obviously we aren't the creators of Facebook. Um, we're not in control of how you can work these Facebook groups, but I was really trying, racking my brain trying to figure out the best way to connect each one of you because I know, you know, there's people who are connecting um, that are continents away from each other, which is awesome. We have incredible people here in the MS gym and um, we're building a family and it doesn't matter how far apart we are in distance, our hearts are, are tied to each other. So I love that. But I also know that there's so many people that would love the opportunity to kind of um, grow closer to people that are that they can actually meet in person or get together and have coffee with and chat with or maybe even exercise with um, something like that so being able to put that MS gym buddy program together um, and if you haven't seen it I, I created some of some images with our top cities and or countries so that you could go in and comment in the um, image that is closest to you in proximity and try to meet some other people that are somewhat nearby you. And I hope that that's working out well for you and you guys are making some connections. If you haven't already, go find that post. You can go, you can find it really easily by clicking on photos and then albums. And there's a whole album titled MS Gym Buddy, my MS Gym Buddy. And I'm going to be adding to that album um, as more and more people join us in particular areas. Then you'll see either like Mexico pop up or a city in Mexico. And I know you guys don't see the administrative side where I see all our insights. And sometimes there's a country that'll show up in top as far as numbers of people. Like it's a top country, but one of their cities won't show up in a top city. And so that's why I'm choosing in some places a country over a city. And in other places, I'm choosing individual cities um, that are within a country. And so I'm, I'm doing the best I can to try to accommodate as many people as possible. But what a blessing. Truly remarkable. It's incredible. And this isn't, this isn't us. This is you guys. You guys are, are, you guys are doing, doing the work. And you're excited about the results that you're getting. And you're sharing us. And, and because of you, I mean, we are in so many countries I can't count the number of countries we are in. So you can imagine how many cities we are in. So to be able to accommodate every single person in there with their own graphic is just not feasible. So I, I, I figured out what I think is the best way right now, and that may change, to try to connect you guys. Thank you, Kim, absolutely. You know, I, I love you guys, and I want you to have the best possible experience that you can have because, you know, obviously it was a dream of ours to create this community. But the only reason why this is a dream of ours is because we know the impact that a community um, can have, a positive, uplifting community where we're all heading in the same direction. It's very, very powerful. So I want to make it easy for you guys to make those connections. So um, closest to Moscow, I don't know. I would have to look and see. But again, I'll be checking it weekly as far as the insights to see 
you know, what cities and countries um, are adding more people to it. And when I get more than like 25 people in the same either country on the top list or city, then I'm adding those. So you'll you'll start seeing me adding more more countries and more cities. So so keep a lookout, but don't let that hinder you from making connections with other people that you um, you're just noticing their personalities and how they're commenting and and that kind of stuff. And you can um, then just start up a conversation and make friends with people that maybe maybe it'll take a big event um, for you guys to connect with, but maybe won't be able to connect um, in person for a while. I don't know if they're not close in proximity to you. Don't let that deter you from making a friendship in the MS gym. So anyways, today, um, I just kind of want to take a moment to express like how, how you're thinking through things and maybe what you're speaking. And I want to do that through sharing a couple stories with you. Um, you know, we all have that friend or family member where you might call them and you're hoping that when they answer the phone, they're going to be positive. Um, maybe say, Hey, I'm doing good. When you ask them, Hey, how are you today? And, um, but oftentimes you'll get the, Oh, I'm all right, or you get the rundown of all the stuff that's going wrong in their world. And and it, it can be really frustrating, you know, like you you love that person, you want good things for them, um, you're involved in their life, but, you know, to, to get on the phone with them and to constantly always hear that negativity, it can kind of drag you down, right? And um, and I, I know I've had people in my life where, where that's been the situation and it'd be years where it's like every single time I'd call, I'd be like, oh, I hope they're having a good day. Um, and, you know, and this will be a positive, uplifting conversation only to find the opposite. But what what I want to share for you is on that same note, what what are the thoughts in your head? What's running through your head or how are you speaking? Because you have every reason in the world to um, to be a negative Nelly, right? To be down and out, frustrated, discouraged, um, especially after a diagnosis. Because that does, it rocks your world to the core. And then when you start seeing your body changing and you you becoming limited in your activity and your actions, it can be really, really hard to stay positive, to stay upbeat, and and I get that. I totally 100% get that. Um, when, right before I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, um, I had just had my, my baby, so this was just two years ago. Um, she's two and a half, she'll be three in January, but she, I, I had an infant at home and I thought I had injured my knee. I couldn't remember what I did to it. I just know that in the middle of the night when I was getting up to feed my baby, I was really like, I noticed my knee. I couldn't really bend it very well. I thought maybe I had tucked it underneath my bottom when I sat down and tweaked my knee out or something and it just wasn't getting better and it just wasn't getting better. And at first I wasn't really wanting to complain to Trevor cause he, you know, he's, his career is fixing people and I, I didn't want to be a burden on him, so I just kind of kept it to myself for the longest time. And then I just kept getting more and more frustrated because my knee was swelled up. It, it was more than doubled in size, and it just wasn't getting better. So finally, I let him take a look at it, and he was frustrated with me, not mad at me, but more so just like, why didn't you tell me this? I could have helped you earlier. And and he took a look at it and he thought maybe it was a meniscus tear or something like that. Um, I went and sought professionals and they, they too thought it was a meniscus tear until I had the MRI and there was not a tear in there. Everything presented itself as a tear, but it wasn't a tear and it just wasn't getting better. And I just, I was frustrated because I had a baby 
And I wanted to be able, I was having a hard time getting up and off the floor when I would need to change her diaper at somebody else's house or, you know, to play with my kiddos or, you know, to get down and zip up my other daughter's coat or, you know, all these little things were just really, really frustrating. And it was making my life so much harder having an infant. I couldn't even go to the park and climb up on a playground equipment with my kid, with my uh, oldest kid at the time was only two. And I was just really, really frustrated. And, um... Long story short, I was finally diagnosed with um, rheumatoid arthritis. They finally drained my knee, which gave me um, a chance to start rehabilitating it. And it took some time. It took some time to get some strength back in that leg because I wasn't utilizing it for over six months. And um, and I just remember feeling so frustrated. And every time Trevor asked me how I was, it was always negative. You know, I, I was in a bad place and I was angry. I was angry with everything, you know, that I, you know, I have this big vision that we're still working towards, you know, with, with 1 million people set free. And I have two little girls that I'm trying to take care of. I have a husband who is busting his butt, working round the clock to, to provide for our family, but to also get this, this vision off the ground. And I just thought things should be a little easier for me. And, and I noticed that my words and my thoughts were following this negative place. And it finally struck me one day that it's like, you know what, I need to, I need to rewire, I need to redo this whole thought process. And instead of letting myself speak negative, every time something negative came across my mind and wanted to come out my mouth, I would change it. And I would change it to, no, I'm going to get better. I'm going to do this. And then what followed those thought patterns and the positive word choices was action. And that's when I was like, you know what? I am. I am going to get better. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to move forward. I'm not going to accept that rheumatoid arthritis is my condition. Um, and you know, and that this, that I have to go on medication, that I have to do all these things. So I started exercising regularly. Um, I went on an autoimmune protocol diet and I got all the inflammation out of my body. And, and so I started to act and that has really been super powerful because although every now and then I'll feel some tightness in my knee, I, I feel like I, I have a little more control over it because my mind isn't constantly telling my body that I'm sick, that I'm injured, that I'm hurting, that I'm this. It's telling me I can do something and it helps prompt me, prompt me into action. Um, and so I just want to ask you, what are, what are the thoughts that, that are coming across your mind and how are you speaking? Are you speaking in a defeated tone all the time and in a discouraged tone? Or are you stopping those? Because it's you can't stop yourself from thinking something immediately. It's a it's a constant battle because you're gonna you're gonna get frustrated. And so if you are you allowing those frustrations to seep into your head and you start believing it, so then you start speaking it, and and the next thing you know, you are that that tape that just keeps playing over and over and over again how miserable you are. And um and and not to discredit, like I know I'm not I'm not discrediting how bad it can be, especially in a relapse or when, you know, when you're first diagnosed or as you're progressing through the disease, I know, I, I'm not trying to discredit what you're feeling, but I can tell you that the power of your words and, and your thoughts, what you allow to consume your mind is very powerful. And it's, it's those thoughts that will either prompt you to act or are going to let you just succumb to it and be like, well, this is, this is life. This is how it's going to be from now on. It's, I don't expect it to get any better. And when I was 16 years old, I, and, and a lot of you, you know this about me, but I had an aneurysm. I had stayed out with a friend. It was summertime between my sophomore and junior year. 
And I'd stayed up with a friend all night. We'd stay the night at her house and we talked all night. We didn't sleep. Got up the you know next morning. We were still awake. Went and got a Slurpee at 7-Eleven. And, um, and on the way back to her house, all of a sudden, the left side of my face felt like it was on fire. It was just burning. You're right, Kim. Thoughts are truly powerful. But my face was on fire. My, I, my eye felt like literally somebody was holding a torch up to the side of my face. And I had to take my contact out of my eye while I was in her car because I just, it felt like it was melting in my eye. It was, it was horribly painful. And then I started throwing up. And so she's like, I'm just going to take you home. We get to my house, pull my parents' driveway. I go to get out of the car. And that's when I realized I couldn't put any weight on my left leg. I, I literally like, it couldn't hold me up. And I, she helped me get into my house. She asked if I wanted to wake my parents up. I said, no, I'm trying to give you the quick version of the story. And then I, I tried to grab onto, I tried to put something into my right hand so I could reach down and grab something with my right. And the thing that I put in my left hand just fell to the ground because I couldn't hold onto it. Like I couldn't grip it. And um, so something was obviously very, very wrong. Long story short, we found out it was, I had a blood vessel rupture in the base of my cerebellum. And before we discovered that, um, my parents, after a couple days of just thinking that I was really ill, because I stayed in bed the whole time, um, they were like, well, let's take her up to the mountains and get her some fresh air. Um, and mind you, they hadn't seen me walking around. I hadn't really been talking to them. I just was laying in bed and trying to sleep it off and thinking I was going to get better. And so we get up to the mountains and I couldn't leave our camper because it was just the, the bright light outside the sun was just horrifically painful for me. And I couldn't move around because I couldn't, again, my, my whole, you could literally draw a line down my body, all the way down to the ground and everything on this side of me stopped functioning, including my tongue, my eye went lazy, my hands, I told you I couldn't hold anything, I couldn't put any weight on my left side of my body at all. And, um, and so I didn't, I didn't leave the camper. And while my brothers and sisters, I could hear them out screaming, running up and down the shoreline at um, Dillon Reservoir here in Colorado, I, I was in the camper. And, you know, long story short, I went to the hospital. We found out what was going on. And I'm, I, I know I'm a miracle walking today, which um, is a true blessing. But, um, and it's how I met my husband. I mean, literally, like my aneurysm led me directly to my husband, which I couldn't ask for a better blessing than that. And so years later, five years after this happened, my parents were selling that camper. And as my mom was cleaning, cleaning out the camper and she came across a note that I had written myself while I was in the camper all by myself suffering alone. And, and on that note, I had written a letter to myself and it was, you're going to be okay, Misty. This is not gonna be forever. This is, you're, you're gonna get better. Like I literally felt like I was trapped in a body. Um, the, I, I look like I, to myself, I imagined myself looking like I had Down syndrome because I had the lazy eye, I had the slurred speech and all, and I couldn't really walk without dragging that left leg. And, and I sat down and I wrote a letter to myself of encouragement. You're gonna be okay. This isn't forever. You're gonna overcome this. You're gonna recover from this. You're gonna be strong. You know, like it was, it was the most powerful thing that I think I have ever read in my life. Cause here I am five years past and I'm looking at it and sure enough, it's my handwriting and it says, Dear Misty. And, and it was a letter of encouragement to myself. And you guys, 
you know, I mean, you know me, I, I am, I'm fully recovered and I'm not stuck in that place. And, you know, like I've had little headaches here and there, but I, 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 I've overcome it and I've had balance issues and it's those balance issues that led me to my husband. But I wonder what would happen if I, I didn't think those things about myself. If I didn't believe that I could get better, where would I be today? If I believed when I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis that, you know, I was just going to get worse and I wasn't going to be able to do the things that I want to do, where would I be today? And, and so I just really thank you, Claire. Thank you, Kim. Um, you know, I can't promise miracles for everybody, but, and, and speaking of you, Kim and you, Claire, I mean, you guys are, are testaments to that, that belief and telling yourself that you can do something and then following that through with action because you believe it because you are starting to retrain your brain to think positive thoughts rather than give into negative you guys are seeing some incredible things and and kim i hope it's okay to share she um she shared in the rebuild program how far she'd come you know that although she's seen some victories along the way she didn't realize how far she'd come until it came to a point to where she needed it when her son was injured and she could get down on the floor and she could massage him his leg in the way that trevor teaches you guys to massage to get the spasticity out of there and she was able to train him to do some stretches and things to relieve the pain that he was in and then having her husband end up in the emergency room and and for her to be able to rally to that occasion and and be there for him you guys these are the things these are the life altering and and, and just life-changing things that we envisioned happening for people that that they could believe in their mind that they can get better and then to see evidence of that when when you need it most when the people you love most need you and depend on you and you can step up and you can help whereas otherwise you would feel helpless because you, you know, she's been working towards this. And then Jessica shared a story recently, um, also in the rebuild program where her husband had to put her rollator away back in the closet because for the longest time she relied on that, the, the rollator, I guess Trevor calls it a wheelie walker. She relied on that to get around places. And now she uses it very rarely, maybe once a week for, for a long walk or something, she said, but Ultimately, it was just taking up space and her husband's like, can we put this somewhere else now? And at that point, she realized how far she had come. And you guys, that doesn't happen by chance. It doesn't. You That happens and I'm, I'm such a proponent for having a vision because if you have a vision for where you're going, then you start to train your brain to think in those positive directions. Like, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm heading for. This is what I'm working for. These are the, this is my why whether it's your family or whatever your why is, like you have that vision and you start to give yourself that opportunity to think positively rather than to have defeated thoughts all the time or frustrated thoughts or things that are just holding you down. So I, I don't want to go on much further other than just to encourage you to start speaking some positive thoughts inside of your head and allow those come out in positive ways. Hi, Jessica. Thank you. I shared your story. I hope that's okay. Um, but you guys inspire me. You inspire me because you're doing the work. You are doing the work. And the reason why you're doing the work is because you believe. You're allowing your brain to believe that there is something better for you, that this is not the way that it's going to be forever, that this is not where your story ends. Like It doesn't end with you having MS 
and then re going and then inevitably ending up in a wheelchair. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. So start telling yourself that you can do something and start looking towards the future and believing what is possible and let that lead to some action in your life because Jessica, you put in the action. Kim, you put in the action. Karen, I know you're putting in the action. So you guys just just keep keep up the good work and keep telling yourself that you can. Keep feeding those positive thoughts every time you want to think, "Oh, I'm so frustrated because I can't do this," or you know, you get angry or whatever. Give yourself an opportunity just to turn that around and speak something positive over your situation. So that's all I have for you guys today. I love you. Thank you for um, sticking with me. I hope that I was able to speak something into your world. And oh, thanks, Jess. Thank you, Jessica. I appreciate that. And have a blessed rest of your week, all right? And make sure to go in and make some connections in the in my MS Gym Buddy under photos and albums. Love you guys. You are a blessing in our world. Keep those stories coming. If you need to be uplifted, make sure you let somebody know. If you have something exciting or encouraging, even if it's it seems small to you, there is no small victory in here. Every little bit counts and we want to celebrate that with you. And by you sharing that, it helps encourage somebody else. So make sure to keep those stories coming. Feel free to steal our hashtag when you're sharing something like that, at, um, hashtag victory. If you're sharing something that you're like, this is exciting. This is something I haven't been able to do. Even if it's just you being able to lift your toe up off the ground. Like that's huge. If you weren't able to do that before and now you can, that's huge. That's not small. So please share those things with us, okay? And that's all. Love you guys. Have a great, wonderful day. Bye.